My whole world surrounds you, I stumble then I crawl. You know that song? When I listen to that song, my puddle of mud, I think of being in LA. Wait, do I think of... Yeah, I do. Because he's saying everything is so fake, and LA is just a big fucking... Big fucking, like, dream... Dreamland, but it's a fucking joke at the same time. Fuck LA. Um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about... A, a, a thing that happened when I walked into a, I don't know what happened, there was a glitch in my body. There was a thing that happened this week where I was in a tattoo parlor and some things happened and a girl was fucking bothering me and ends up saying that I look like a faggot. Um, then I'm going to be talking about the taste of betrayal. I talked about, or I asked a question on my Instagram. I said, hey guys, what's the most, what's the most betrayed you've ever felt? And share with me your answers. I got a guy that left an audio version. So you get to, it's kind of like a call-in. We're getting there. We're getting to the call-ins. We're fucking slowly making our way to the call-ins. Um, and then we're going to be talking about some shoes. I got the Alley Alley Maze here behind me. I don't know if I said that right. And the Dave Whites and the Inertias. We're going to, it's going to be, a, this is going to be a good one. All right. So for anyone sitting there thinking like, man, this kid really fu- has really fucking been shit in the bed lately. Well... Give me a shot, and if today doesn't change your mind, then fuck you. Um, so, all right, let's get let's get off let's get off on a good fucking note. Time Slippers is a sneaker brand that have brought slippers and sneakers together. They fucking they just they it's like you know the guy that made fucking those cupcakes, but they're inside of a cone. My mom used to make them when I was a little kid. Whoever invented that is equally as much of a genius as Ryan the guy who created Time Slippers. Now here's why, okay? It's a fucking party on the inside. All right, let me get rid of this paper. Look at the inside, you got that shortcut wool, it's really comfortable, and on the inside underneath the wool, if I could get this fucking thing out, um, there's a really thick, really, look at this. I mean, that's thick as fuck, all right? Thicker than your girlfriend. This is a three, or no, it's a six millimeter yoga mat insole that they used and just covered in wool on the top. And you even got the time like in fucking stitched right in on the uh, on the insole there. Really high quality insoles in general and shoes. You got the Italian genuine leather all throughout the top. Air holes so you don't sweat your ass off. And then go to your friend's house and take your shoes off. And then everyone's looking at you because you smell like shit. Ryan thought about that. For all you stinky fuckers out there. Um, first of all, put a fucking sock on. If you go to your friend's house and you're barefoot, you're a fucking cuck, okay? Don't, no, we're not, we're not doing that anymore. Um, and if you have time slippers, then buy another pair so you could wear inside the house. Because you can do that, alright? They're not just meant for inside, they're also meant for outside. Um, it's great that they're a little bit of a hybrid of both. You got a thick rubber, uh, sole at the bottom here that's great for going outside. They're not like Uggs, they're not gonna get ruined. They're not like Eddie Bowers where they're fucking weigh 80 pounds for no reason. Um, and they got some elastic laces on here on the top. And uh, you could just slip your foot right in. You don't got to tie them. You don't got to fucking waste time. Honestly, all shoes should have these laces. But there you go. Timeslippers.com. Go buy yourself a pair. This is the mid top that I'm showing right now. Use the promo code K-I-X-N-G-I-G-S. It's kicks and gigs. And uh, that will give you 20% off. It's almost uh, 50 bucks on some pairs, depending on what you buy. But save yourself some fucking money and save yourself some time. 
by getting some time slippers, right? How's, how's that? I did fucking, how's that? Um, so as you can see, when I held that shoe, you might've seen this tattoo that I have on my finger. Now, let me tell you this tattoo story, all right? Um, I got, first of all, I got a heart tattooed on my finger, right? I really like hand tattoos. Clearly, I'm a big fucking hands guy. Half of the reason why I've kept up with doing my nails is because I have like, I'm just so used to it now. And now when I take my nail polish off, it just, it, I look like a fucking, I look like a different person. I don't feel the same, you know? Um, I really love how it looks and I don't like how dirty nails look. I don't like how uneven nails look. And when you put some black paint over it, it covers all of that. So I don't have to worry about it, you know? It's just, it fucking, it's cleaner to me. Even though some people, like my mother, she thinks, you look fucking goth with those stupid fucking nails on, and, and then it's like, okay. So she gets some people easily triggered, you know? But for me, myself, I think it looks really clean. Now, I got a hand tattoo as well. It's a little hard on my right ring finger. And first of all, it's facing me, okay? A lot of people get tattoos that face, like, the opposite, so like, let's say I got fuck right here, it would face you guys. But I don't think it should be like, like I want the tattoo so I can see it. I don't really give a fuck if other people see it. Now, of course, that's kind of contradicting because you're getting tattoos so other people could see them. But when it comes to something that has a meaning, I feel like I want to see it, you know? If it's like a fucking cat or like a hot air balloon, which is one of the things that I want to get next, um, then yeah, maybe I'll face it away. But if it's like a word or like something like that has meaning, I want it to be towards myself. So I got the heart pointing myself, pointing to myself. Um, it stands for like, you know, always love myself. And the quote is love thyself. But I don't really like to say thyself because who fucking says that in 2019. But um, when I look down at my hands and I see a heart, it reminds me to always remain the strong, loving person that I am. I love my friends dearly, even though they fucking come in and out. But um, my family, especially, I'm a big family man, and I'm all about showing my fucking cards as they are. You know, I don't fake shit. If I love someone, I love someone. If they don't love me back, hey, that's fucking how it is. Um, I've never been a person to, like, front a fake emotion or a fake fucking personality to impress someone. That's not how I am. I'm a very loving person, and uh, I like, like to get the heart. Now, when I posted a picture of this, a lot of guys... We're like, why the fuck would you get that, dude? And it, like, I got so many messages like that that it was like sickening because guys, most guys, this is what I fucking hate about being a guy, by the way. Um, now, I think being a woman would probably be a lot harder in a lot of other cases. But for all you women out there that think, you know, they have it so shitty because you have to have kids and all that, here's what, here's what the shitty part is about being a guy that doesn't really care about, like, being an alpha male and all that, aka me. Um, all these guys are texting me like, why the fuck would you get that? That's not manly. What? That's not masculine. What guy gets a fucking heart? And like, you look like such a faggot. And I've been called a fag so many times that it's like, okay, I don't really mind. Um, but the, the thing that pisses me off is that like guys are so like trained to like be men and like fucking act so like cool I don't even know what it is I don't want to say act manly because to me if you like are like super fucking cold-hearted and you're like getting mad all of a sudden out of nowhere that's not really like manly that's like 
you have fucking mental problems and you should probably go take medicine. So when guys are like getting mad at me or like thinking it's bizarre that I got a heart tattoo to my finger, I think they're wrong because I'm a guy that I take fucking pride in how much of a loving person I am. I know that love is a big part of life. A lot of guys try to reject that and act like you're such a bitch because you have a fucking heart tattoo. But the truth is they are probably just lacking love in their life. So they don't know how to fucking appreciate someone else appreciating love. Does that make sense? Um, I think if you're a guy, I don't know. It's just, I could go on forever. If you're a guy and you like shut down things right away, like watching fucking YouTube videos that have that has a gay guy in it or watching anything that's like soft, like an emotional movie or a soft movie. Any When you shut those things down because you're such a fucking masculine guy, you're a bitch, and that's not how it fucking works, okay? I think that, you know, my brother asked me the other day, he said, when you think about your podcast, do you think about being, like, the best podcast host in the world? And I was saying, like, not really, you know? Um, I kind of just like to do it, and I'm enjoying my fucking ride, and that's it. And he was saying, well, you should probably think about, like, more about what makes you different and more about, like, why someone would want to listen to you over someone else. And I really didn't think I had an answer. You know, I, of course, I could say I'm funny. I could say I talk about shoes. There's a lot of things that make me different, but that's just my opinion. I think the f only factual thing that I fucking have is that I'm probably one of the realest people on fucking in the entertainment industry, even though I'm not even fucking there yet. But I want to remain that. I want to keep whatever I fucking have going here. Like, it will be there from now until I have, even if I get 10 million listeners, it's always going to be the same fucking Ange. I don't give a fuck what guys expect me to do or what women expect me to do or what some people think is okay to do or not okay. I do whatever the fuck I want. And I think that alone should give people a reason to listen to my podcast because they know that they're talking to someone that's fucking down to earth. And uh, yeah, and I don't like, I try to not rip people for doing shit. I try to not be judgmental. I am judgmental sometimes, but, uh, yeah, doing, getting this tattoo and then seeing the, re like, result and responses from all these people, that made me realize, like, I am a lot different than a lot of people. I don't give a fuck when it comes to, like, showing things or talking about things that people normally don't talk about. So, I might not be the funniest. I might not be the fucking most creative. My setup is definitely not the best, but... I think you're getting a handful of fucking real talk when you listen to my podcast. And hopefully that's enough to keep listening. So thank you guys. Now, back to the tattoo story. After I got, or no, okay. I get into the tattoo salon or parlor, whatever the fuck it's called. And I got deep right there. That was fucking, that was fucking deep. Um, I'm in the tattoo parlor and there's, like I'm sitting there. First of all, they make an appointment for four o'clock. And then I don't get the tattoo until 5.45. Don't do that, okay? When you make an appointment for something, you're, you're fucking agreeing that you're going to do it at this time. So when it comes to be that time, let's do it. Let's not wait another two hours. But I didn't care. You know, I was fucking sitting on my phone and talking to the woman next to me. And I'm talking to this woman next to me. She's like freaking out. It's her first tattoo. Uh, she's getting like dragonflies. And she was asking me what I thought of them. And I said, hey, it's not, it's not about what I think. It's about what you think. I think that it would look cool. Maybe throw a little bit of color in there. I helped her out with the idea. She ended up getting it. it went great. Now, 
I as I'm talking to her, some other female walks in and she looks like a fucking 9.5 out of 10. Looks absolutely beautiful. Um, you could tell she's got a little bit of Botox. Her lips are fucking doing some of that, which I'm not into. Um, her cheeks are like fucking coming out here. But I, you could tell that she's tr got natural beauty behind the $8,000 she spent on her face. Um, which don't do if you're a female. You look fine. Don't do that. Um, so she walks in and right away she like walks up to the guy as he's tattooing some chick and she's like, yo bro, I need a tat like today. Like, can you fucking help me out or what? And he's like, yeah, I'm doing a tattoo right now, but I'll get to you in a second. So she's like, all right, all right, okay. So now she walks over to the, she looks like Madison Beer, by the way. If you don't know who Madison Beer is, she looks like her. Um, she's like an Instagram model. So now the guy goes to the desk and she's sitting there and she's like, I just got out of prison. I need this tattoo touched up. They fucked up this one. I made this one myself, so I need a bit of, I need it like touched on. And then she's like, I also want like I want something random, like a skull or like a bullhead. She's just like pitching these ideas. And but she's being very like obnoxiously like or she's like flexing that she's been to prison. Which is fucking sick. Cool. Good for you. Um, I don't, I didn't know how to respond to that, but she's flexing that she's been to prison. Now the guy's saying like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get you after this guy. He's getting one tattoo. He's just getting a little heart. And the minute he says that she looks at me and is like, why are you getting a heart? And I was like, I don't know. It's a close friend died. I didn't want to like explain why I was getting hearts. So I was like, close friend died and he had it. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, really? You fucking are? So Fast forward to like 10 minutes later, she's sitting at a table across from me or like the waiting area across from me. And I'm just looking at my phone, doing my own fucking thing. And we're both waiting. She knows that I'm ahead of her. Now I can, I keep looking up and I can see that she's fucking staring at me and she's just like this. And I was like, okay, like I, lo I keep looking up at her. And now after like eight minutes of doing the fucking eye games, uh, I look back up at her and kind of give her like a, what the fuck are you, what do you want? And she just looks at me and goes, so are you like gay or what's the deal? And I was like, no, I'm actually a straight guy. And I started bursting out laughing because I thought, I thought it was really funny. But the woman next to me thought it was like very offensive. And even the tattoo artist, I could see him like look up at me like, holy fuck. But I just laughed. I was like, no, I'm a straight guy. Uh, thanks though. And I just thought that was a funny story. I would tell you, hopefully you guys laughed. Maybe you fucking didn't. Um, so yeah, people call me gay all the time, you know, rather than being like, no, I am not gay. What the fuck is wrong with like, what am I going to do? Get a fucking, get in an argument. I think even if I was gay and she asked me that I would laugh and be like, yeah, I'd like to fucking take it in the ass sometimes. What can you do? I don't think I like, but it is offensive to like, just assume that someone's gay and ask them if they're gay because it doesn't like it doesn't matter um but i thought it was actually pretty funny i laughed and then like i don't know i just thought like if you want to get personal you're sitting here telling everyone about your prison tattoos and how you just got out of jail i'm just a fucking guy who likes to paint his nails why are you asking me the questions you know shouldn't it be the fucking other way around but no i could i don't know i didn't give a fuck but that was kind of, I felt a little bit betrayed, you know? 
and I felt like shit because, hey, I thought this girl was absolutely gorgeous. Turns out she thinks I'm, uh, she's calling me a fag behind the fucking, she basically called me a fag, right? I think it's fair to say that. Now, I know a lot of people don't like to use that word, and I'm not using it, you know? I'm saying that in this scenario, she kind of called me that, or assumed that I was a gay man, and I'm not, and I don't have a problem. There wouldn't have been a problem if I was, okay? Just so you guys, just to make sure that you guys are clear with that. Now, (laughs) I asked my followers and friends and family, I don't like to say followers, DM me and tell me about a time when you got absolutely fucking betrayed. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking this is going to be Ange tells stories about a girl he was talking to. No, I'm not doing that. This is all about you guys. I'm going to try to not be, you know, talking about females my whole fucking podcast career. But this first guy says, I don't know why I asked this question. I think there was a story that was more betraying that happened this week. But I don't fucking remember what it was. But anyways... This kid says, a kid I took under my wing, roommate for football camp, freshman while I was a senior, betrayed the fuck out of me. I did everything in my power to make sure this kid was straight, doing the right things. Fucking dude robbed me with his buddies twice and then dropped out of school a week later and bounced. And I said, Jesus Christ, what did they rob you for? And he said, they took my whole safe out of my room and took all my cash. Uh, Second time, it was my TV and our Xbox. Doors kicked down both times. Hey, you know, you can't fucking, this is why as I read these, I'm going to, well, I already did read these. As I read these, I realized this is why I like to just chill in my room on Friday, Saturday nights throughout the week. I like to do my own thing. You want to fucking hang out? Sure. You could fucking come here. You know, we're not doing, we're not doing the club and the fucking go to Jeffy, Jeffrey, Jeffy's house and go do whatever he wants to do. No. We're doing what I want to do. Otherwise, fucking forget it. Um, And usually what I want to do, like, this girl kept texting me this week and was like, she was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? At fucking 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 5 p.m. Like, I'm fucking chilling. I'm I'm hanging out, babe. Go to fucking go do, you can go do something. You don't have to be texting me this whole time. Go to fucking bed or go eat food and put your phone away then, you know? I don't like when people ask me what I'm doing because a lot of the time I'm just like hanging out at my house. My job is like once a month I'm working hard and like traveling and doing fucking cool shit. And then on my off time, which is a lot of the time, uh, especially now that I don't have a part-time job, but I'm just chilling in my room, you know, thinking of ideas, writing, reading shit online, watching fucking YouTube video. Like I'm just chilling and it's kind of like bummy and I kind of get that. But I, like, there's no, there's just, I'm, I'm in a waiting game right now. I have to fucking wait, you know. It's not really worth it to go get a full time job. I would, I'm looking for a part time job, but it's just, it's just a patience thing right now. The second someone calls me and is like, I need you to move here, and we have a job offer, I gotta go. So I can't get locked down with college and all that. I'm just fucking chilling. Um, all right, next story. This guy says new Fortnite update. Yeah, you know, betrayal. Okay, my best friend pretended to hate my boyfriend, but they were secretly talking. I don't know why I said secretly. They were secretly talking throughout half our relationship, and they'd constantly talk shit about me. Then she convinced him to shave his head. This part doesn't make sense. Then she convinced him to shave his bald. Okay. Then. She- <laughs> no, it sounds like I said. Then she convinced him to shave his balls. 
Um, okay, he, she convinced him to shave his head bald to piss me off. When I finally found out they were cheating, all of my other closet friends were on his team, and I literally had one friend from high school graduation until starting college. So it's this is all over the place. Um, it's shitty what happened to you. You know, they were your best friend was secretly talking to your boyfriend, and they were t- you know that's shitty. I can I can almost say I did the same thing, but I'm not that much of a fucking cock. You know, I think going for the... Okay, if you're a guy and you go for your girlfriend's best friend, you're a fucking asshole. Do it after, at least, you know? Break up. If you guys break up, then hit her up and be like, Hey, I always was staring at your ass when I was with my fucking girlfriend. I thought you had a nicer ass. I think you're... Let's fucking want to kiss or something. Do something like that. When you hit on the best friend while you're dating the girl, she's got to be a real fucking cunt. To not say anything and talk to you and like that's that's fucked up. Um, not a fan of that. And I think yeah, I would feel extremely betrayed if I did the same thing. The then she convinced him to shave his head bald to piss me off part. I don't understand that at all. Like, what? How can you guys be fucking and you're and you're into each other so much that she says to you, you know, to really fucking piss. Elena off if you shaved your fucking head let's do this and then the guy's like fuck yeah she's a bitch anyways fuck her I don't get that you know so we're just gonna move on but hey I'm sorry that happened to you this girl says this didn't happen to me but one of my girlfriends went to hang out with my friends oh my god this I'm gonna read this word for word this didn't happen to me but my friend's girlfriend went to hang out with my friend's best friend and while she was hanging out with this friend she disclosed information about how my friend cheated on her six months ago oh my god for the two years that my friend and her girlfriend were going out with the girlfriend that proceeded to have sex with my best friend's friend okay fuck you if you're listening sorry <laughs> Not really fuck you, but the way that you type this is such a mind fuck that I can't even read it, but I'm sure it sucked. There's so many... F- I can't. I, c- I can't even read it. All right, this one's fucked up. I read this one earlier. Moved my best friend to Texas just for her to move into a boy's house two months later and never talk to me again. My family drove to her, drove all her stuff back to Texas, which was in Illinois. This was a friend of mine. Um, they ended up moving to Texas. Now they fucking came back to Illinois, picked this chick up and moved all of her shit in a moving truck back to Texas just so they could fucking take her with her. Didn't make her pay a dime for anything. I got her hooked up with a job, introduced her to my best friend who she started dating and then moved out and never talked to me anymore. Uh, fucking that's shitty, man. She moved here for school, dropped out the first semester, told her she couldn't pay for it. So my mom offered to help her. Uh, she declined the offer and moved out within like three months. Yeah, that you, you, you got fucked, you know. I just said, God, people are shitty. You got fucked hard, whoever this is, that's, uh, this story was. That sucks, man. You can't fucking... Don't let, it, don't let someone move in your fucking house. The minute you start getting that close, they think that they're you, and then they think they, they could do you type shit, and they can't. You know, let me give you an example. I had a buddy of mine that was, now this is betrayal in both ways. I had a buddy of mine and like I said, I'm a lover, man. So when I fucking have a good friend, I'm friends with them. They got my fucking support. 
I care about them. Anything they need. You need fucking a little bit of dough to get you some lunch. I got you. Probably shouldn't have been that way in uh, high school because I got taken advantage of. But whether it was money, you need a fucking ride. I'll pick you up. I'll convince my friend to get you. If I can't drive, someone else will. Designated drivers. I would drive people all the fucking time. I was a good guy. You know, I, I had some shitty moments, but on the for the most part, I was a good guy. And uh, he stayed over at my house for like a month over summer, right? And it was really fun. We had a lot of fun. We were fucking, I don't even know, like just doing, like, I think we were getting high a lot then. Um, so we would fucking smoke a lot. I let him smoke in my house. We had like a hookah that we bought. I didn't even like hookahs, but he did. So I was like, dude, you're fucking, my house is yours, bro. Let's light this eight foot pole that smells like shit and gets coal everywhere in my basement. And we were just, you know, chilling. And... Then I found out that he was like sneaking out and getting high with my girlfriend, which I hated when my girlfriend would get high because I didn't want to support that. I never tried to control fucking anything, but when it came to doing drugs, I tried to be like, you know, you could fucking go make a cake instead. You don't have to get high. How about you go play fucking, how about we go bowling? You know, I always wanted to recommend something else. Um, Even though I was experimenting with weed, I just got mad when she would because it just, she wasn't the same. When she would get high or get drunk, she'd do stupid shit and it was sketchy and I didn't like it. So uh, I stopped doing those like smoking or whatever and I tried to convince her to stop and then she was like, okay, I'll stop. And then I found out that this kid that was living with me was smoking with her all the time or like a few times, which felt like all the time. And... uh Then I told him, I said, if you keep fucking smoking with my girlfriend and doing sketchy shit, I'm going to fuck your girlfriend next time you have one. And he didn't have one at the time, but then he got one and sure as hell, I fucked her. So, you know, you fucking, you want to play games, you got to be able to retaliate. If you're going to get betrayed, you got to do it back to them. Now, was I right for fucking his girlfriend? No. Was it shitty? Yeah. But you were doing sketchy shit with my chick. So I told him I was going to do it, and then he smoked again. I found out, timed it right. Two months later, my dick was in his girlfriend's mouth, and I couldn't have felt better. So, uh, you know, you can't, you can't fucking. I told this girl that read the story about the Texas thing. I said her girl, her boyfriend will probably fuck up, or if he does, because um, a lot of guys fuck up. Um, I said, when her boyfriend fucks up and she comes back to you trying to move in, tell her to go fuck herself. That's how you, that's how you got to fucking do it. Give it right back to him. You can't let people betray you twice. Okay. You can only be betrayed one time. All right. Um, this guy's next story says, or this next story says, bought a girl, a Sean Kingston concert ticket, fake ID and a drink. Almost had to fight a guy to protect her. After that, didn't see her again for eight months. Um, yeah, you got you got fucked, pal. That's what happens. Don't first of all, Sean Kingston concert should have skipped it from the beginning. So you were kind of feeling like, you know, you you kind of felt like it's Sean Kingston. He sings soft music. We're gonna have a good time. You know, nobody wants to see us together, but it doesn't matter because I got you. I got her. He's thinking that about her. And that's the lyrics that are playing in the concert. But then she fucking ghosts him. But now it gets interesting. I said, geez, man, that's fucked. I'm sorry. Ever talked to her since? He said, rarely. It's weird. I'm strangely good friends with her mother, though. Now, here's where the fucking... Remember the story I just told about how I told that kid I was going to fuck his girlfriend? This guy, you're friends with her mom, bro. 
She fucking ghosted you. You know what you do? We both know what you do. You fuck her mom, okay? Or no, you don't fuck her. You take her out to eat and have a good time. And that's going to, you could, okay, all I'm going to say is you feel shitty because she ghosted you, but buddy, you got more power right now in this fucking situation. If you want to betray her, you hit up her mom and say, hey, you know, you're really fucking, you're really a great, you're really a great gal. (laughs) I don't know what you say to her mom because I don't know her mom. So it's a little different, but use a pickup line, you know, say, hey, I see that you, I, I see that you're really pretty and maybe we could go have a nice time. And then she's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm so down. Trust me, it'll work. Um, this girl says, the group I used to hang with in high school dropped me off as dropped me as a friend literally a week after senior year ended. I was dating someone they didn't like. Then all five of them went on a sleepover and ganged up on me. Wait, what? Called me while I was in Florida on vacation. And they were just going on. Oh, I thought she was going to say, like, they beat the fuck out of her. I was going to say, this is kind of... Kind of serious. Um, they weren't my friend and they were calling me and saying a bunch of mean, horrible shit. Obviously, this was a big deal to an 18-year-old. I was petty, so as revenge, I got with one of their ex-boyfriends. This girl fucking gets it. This, I'm so happy that this is how this is going. I was petty, so as revenge, I got with one of their ex-boyfriends and made an Instagram post saying I did it and tagged them all in it. Balls of fucking steel on this. This is one of my favorite, favorite people that DMs me, favorite friends that I like don't talk to because she lives in a different state. Favorite people in the world. You are fucking one of them. Um, they deserved it. They were all pieces of shit after that. Oh, she says their name, so I can't put that there. But that's that's what you got to do. You know, people want to five on one you. Hey, fuck their boyfriends. Tag them all in a post and then post it online. You couldn't have done a better job. I fucking round of applause for... Uh, the female that did this. I don't know if that was loud or if it just sounded like I was beating off, but I was clapping. Now, the next one. Started working on a cruise ship at 19 years old while dating a girl. She had a gay best friend, and she calls me up a week into my contract to tell to tell me she was breaking up with him. Best part. I love how you said contract, like they were dating. Is that what he meant? Best part, he has the same name as me. Wow, you know, that's shitty, man. You can't fucking trust a guy that's gay sometimes. No, you know what the thing is? A girl, here's the problem. This is what I'm going to, this is my Dr. Phil interpretation on this story. Um, I think the girl probably said that the guy was gay because she probably felt very like, um, this is fucking interesting, all right? So let me, give me a second. She probably felt very like pressured. And she probably felt like she couldn't go see other guys. So in order to have guy friends, she literally had to tell you that they were gay. And, you know, that you got to look at both fucking sides of things. Maybe you were a little bit overprotective. Maybe you could have accepted her friends a little bit different. Maybe she didn't have to lie and say he was gay in order to be with them. That's one side. You got you to gotta try to be fair. You know, I know I didn't do this for any of the other stories. But in this story, I want to look at both sides and... It could have been. It could have been um, prevented. Is all I'm going to say. Maybe, maybe she didn't absolutely deserve the. Maybe she didn't mean to betray you. Is what I'm saying. But she could have also been a fucking twat, and that yeah, would have been really sad. And some girls just got an evil bone in their body, and she was maybe one of them. Now this guy said, "When when my ex left me for my landlord, pretty fucked up." I said, "Explain." He said, "Bad memories." 
So we don't really get a lot of juice on that one. My girlfriend got pregnant by another dude. That's fucking sad, right? Uh, the girl I had a history with from high school, her and I rekindled an old relationship. We together for like two months, but never fucked. He's talking like a caveman. One night, <laughs> we together for two months, never have sex. Um, one night, I don't know if that's even a caveman. Anyways, one night she told me she needed to talk to me. I picked her up. She tells me she's pregnant by her ex. Maybe she meant you because you were her ex. That's fucking, that's so Raven zoom in on the eye. You know, that's what that kind of sentence was. Um, yeah, you know, you fucking, you can't rekindle with the girl. You can't do it. You know, I tried to do this so many fucking times and I'm finally over this stupid fuck because I was so in love with her and so crazy about her. And all I did was think about the same chick from high school. I've talked about it on my podcast and now I'm fucking over her. And I would never rekindle with her. I think it's cool to have her as a friend sometimes, you know. But now my like hopeful, wishful thinking that like maybe we're going to be 28 and get back together. Fuck no. It will not work. And it, it just doesn't work. And okay, rare cases it will. But most cases, get it's fucking over with. You have one girlfriend. And the problem is, the problem is that you're stuck in love with that version of the person, you know. You're in love with... The high school relationship that you had where it was fucking really good and you guys had all these fun times together but she's a different person now bro she's fucking other guys and letting them finish in her and she's pregnant now she's not the same chick that she was when you guys were dating in high school so you have to separate the two it's literally two different people when i think about the girl from high school i think it was really great i still loved her blah 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 but i need to look at it as fucking I don't really want to say her name, so I'm going to say Sarah 1.0 and then Sarah 2.0, and they're different people, okay? Sarah 1.0 was great. She was really loving. She cared about me. She treated me well. She was sweet. Sarah 2.0 is a fucking nothing, you know? So you got to look, you got to separate them and then treat them how they are. You can't treat Sarah 1.0 with respect that you have for Sarah 2.0, except I meant to say that the reversed way. You know what I mean? You can't treat the new chick the same way that you treated her when you were dating her five years ago. It's not the same, all right? So there's my take there. Um, now, this guy gives me a audio message, which I hope you guys are going to be able to hear because I'd be really fucking sad if you can't. Can you still fucking hear me? Okay, something just paused on my uh, audio clip, but I think you're good. All right, so here's the here's his story. This is this is what I want the fucking show to be in the future. I want people to call in. I just haven't figured it out yet, but I love that he gave me an audio. So thank you. Okay, now it's time to play it. All right, so I got betrayed in college. This was a kid who I grew up with, like from kindergarten. And we went all through high school together, and he was one of my best friends. And we went to college together all four years, and in my freshman year, uh, there was this chick that I kind of was into, and, you know, we were not exclusive, but, you know, it was... My speaker died. Okay. Fuck! I should have charged my speaker so that I could play the full thing. Okay. Anyways, what he ends up saying is... Okay, I don't remember what he said. Well, this is Angelo. This is fucking what you get, baby. When you listen to the Kicks and Giggles podcast, 
were fucking real as hell. And my speaker died. How else can I play this? Within like three... I need to think fast here. Can I play it? No. Can I play on my TV? I don't know. We're going to save that story for next week because clearly I don't know how to fucking do this. But hey, there's a cliffhanger I have for you guys. If you want to hear the rest of that story, tune in next week when we finish and I charge my fucking speaker. So unprepared, man. So unprofessional. When you when you look at the Kicks and Giggles podcast, you get unprofessional shit sometimes. And, you know, that's what you get. So the moral of today's podcast, the fucking overall thing that we get today is that when someone betrays you, all right, um, it's actually still making me laugh that that fucking thing wasn't charged. Um, the moral of today's podcast is that if you get betrayed, you know, sometimes it's okay to just bite your tongue, take the L. Sometimes it's okay to still have hope. But if you really fucking feel betrayed, you gotta be, even if you're not that person, I'm not the person to like do evil shit to people and like get off on it. It's really not who I am. But if you're doing sketchy shit, if you're trying to go after my girlfriend and I'm fucking taking it personal and I'm taking it seriously. Also, I was younger then. But yeah, man, I'm going to fuck your girlfriend. It's shitty to do. And I hate to be the homewrecker. I know it's shitty. And I know, I mean, I'm not a perfect guy. So I really don't give a fuck if you think it's shitty. But the point is that when people do evil shit to you, regardless if you're a good human being or not, you got to fucking do something back to them just to show them like that's not cool. And it will show them that they can't do shit like that in the future. And it will better them and yourself uh, in the future. Now let's talk about some shoes. Fuck, I can't believe that the fucking speaker died. That's so sad, man. The one fucking chance I had at a dope audio recording, I fucking, I fucked it up. I shit the bed today, guys. I'm sorry. Um, so here's the thing about shoes. Right now it's March 31st, and we're in a time where sneaker brands are just throwing shit at the wall, especially Jordan. Um, this is the time every fucking April, May, right before summer, Jordan just starts dumping garbage fucking colorways. Team Jordan's out the ass. Um, like, it's just so... Un- Cap and gown retro 13s. The fucking Ferrari 13s... Or Ferrari 14s in yellow. Didn't need that. Uh, reflective retro 7s and 8s and supposedly 3s. It, like... It's just Jordan's time to just fucking get shit on the shelves because they know that mom is taking their kids to go summer shoe shopping and the kids are going to pick something out. You know, it's I guess there's a marketing thing behind it, but I'm really not a big fan of this. I think that it kills the hype for future releases. I think that when you release 25 retros within two months and then you have a hype Nike SB collab that's coming out like a month later, nobody's going to be as hyped for it because they've been getting releases all month. Uh, So, I don't know. It happens every fucking year, I swear to God, that Jordan just starts to dump random shit. Um, It happened with, like, those Barcelona Night 7s and the fucking whatever, last year or a few years ago. I don't know. They do it all the time. So, I wanted to take a look. These are just some of the pickups of the week that I just grabbed. I didn't really plan these, but... My guy hit me up. Uh, his name is Lalo or Lalo. I don't know. I, it's L-A-L-O. Um, I'm going to call him Lalo. Shout out to you, Lalo. He hooked me up with these Dave White Retro Ones. These are from 2012, I believe. And this is fucking... Shout out to when Jordan used to do dope shit like this. When have you seen 
a Jordan Retro 1 that had like just art all over it and just really took it there with the design. They got black cement on the t like tongue tabs. I don't really know what you would call these. On the tongue, it's like a custom Jordan stitched embroidered logo on the tongue with some fucking blood red splatter. They got the Jordan Jumpman logo on the left shoe and then on the right shoe on the back on the heel, it's the 23. Really love that they did that. I don't know. I think these are dope. I remember seeing people wear these when I was in high school and thinking like those ain't shit and the market was only like 200 bucks. Now I realize the market's almost $500 on these and uh, fucking well-deserving. Now I did not know who jo fucking Dave White was. Oh my God. Look at the lighting. I didn't know who Dave White was. So I looked him up. And it says Dave White is a contemporary British artist and has exhibited his work internationally whilst whilst working with various Okay, they don't know how to type either on Google. He basically he's worked with Nike, AOL, Google, Air Jordan, all these people, and he's an artist and he fucking paints dope shit. Shout out to you, Dave White. He's got another few pairs. Um I think there's another retro one that's like white and gold. Those look fucking dope, but here he is. Shout out to fucking Dave White. The guy's got a plan. How can he, how does he get a collab with Jordan? You know, these fucking guys. Um, yeah, these came out in 2012, February 11th for 175 USD, which shout out to when fucking Jordans weren't $290 and shit that they are now. Like they're not 290, but some Jordans are like so expensive now. After tax, you're paying like 250. Jordan ones. There was a time where these were like 115 bucks, and this was like on the cusp of when they started getting more expensive. 175 still is a lot. Um, I miss when they were 140. But Jordans, they used to have it so fucking together. The sneaker game, honestly, as a whole, is so fucked right now because it's only about what's super hype and it's only about who's got the collab and it's only about what's the most limited. People used to like, okay, when I started reselling, what, and it, it was actually even before, I started reselling on the end of sneaker, the sneaker game's good era. Um, but like 2013, was when I started selling and it was just like, it was hype because it was Jordan and it was hype because it was a retro period. And then the colorways like influenced people to buy them more and that like fucking put up the market. And when you would go to sneaker shows, it was like, who's got retros that were older? There was still love for the older shoes. Who's got the all black and the all white and the all fucking green? Like people cared about colorways and cared about like rareness of shoes. Shanghai fives were like $1,200 when I started selling them. Now they're like 450 because people don't give a fuck about Laney's, so people don't give a fuck about Shanghai's. It's kind of the opposite colorway. Um, it just, it's just fucked, man. And then Kanye started doing shoes and then off-white. And although it's really cool that you're getting collabs from all these companies, at the same time, it's like now, only those collabs are, are making money and reselling and everything else, no one gives a fuck. Those Phantom ones that just came out, uh, they're white and red. They're like all white with a red stitching and like a red outline. Those are fucking pretty dope shoes. I think those would have went for a lot of money if it was like 2012. But now no one gives a fuck because, you know, it's just a Jordan 1. So it's kind of shitty um, that like the market is either... $1,000 for a shoe that has someone Kanye's name next to it 
or nothing. And Kanye fucked himself by making all of these colorways and then screwing himself over because now nobody really gives a fuck about Yeezys. But the sneaker game is just different. Reselling is different. Uh, it's it's all different. People that want to become a sneaker seller now, the way to like get to the top is by literally it's like you have to have fucking customers that are like pre-ordering or you have to like create some demand on your own. You have to sell you like I literally have to sell the shoe more than Nike does sometimes just to get people over and think like, yeah, that is a dope colorway. Wow, the material is sick on those. Like when I do these like up close things, people DM me and they say like, yo, those look dope in hand. I didn't think they were look, gonna look cool in person. So now it's like the reseller, we never had to sell the shoes. We were just fucking selling them because the shoes were dope. The shoe sold itself. Now resellers have to like Guys, these are super dope. They could you could match them with this. They're really cool on hand. They're really comfortable. We shouldn't have to do that. That's how you know the sneaker game is dead. All right. Um, now here are these inertias. You can kind of see this 3M on the heel right there. Uh, the color is dope in hand. It's like a baby blue slash gray. The fucking orange throws it off completely. And the beige on the bottom is like solid, but it doesn't match the gray on top. I don't know. I'm really, I'm really over them. I, like, I don't care for these. I'll show you guys up close. Shout out to Grim Green when he used to do uppy closey time on his vape reviews on YouTube. Nobody's going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, yeah, you know, it's a cool shoe. Solid. These were $300 retail. Market's just about 300 bucks because we're fucking over it. All right. We're over these. Um, now here's the last pair. This is another pair by my boy Lalo. Um, I'm probably saying his name wrong, but Ali Ali May Retro Ones. These are corduroy. Now, okay, I don't fuck with corduroy. I hate corduroy, especially when it's jeans. It, it's so thick and sweaty, and my fucking ass sweat is hitting my ankles. But on a shoe, uh, it looks really clean. If you lint roll them, you got you got to have a lint roller handy when it when it comes to these. When you wear sweatpants or jeans, the whole heel is gonna be fucked. So be careful of what you're going to wear these with if you have Ali Ali May Retro Ones. But I don't know, man. There's like this carpet texture on the swoosh that's all, all the way around to the front. Uh, corduroy here. It's like, the, I think it's satin that's on the toe box and then the heel. These are fucking underrated as shit. This shoe should have been $1,000 way sooner. Some sizes are finally hitting that. I remember I pre-ordered these and Ron Funches ordered a pair and he was all over them. And I think I pre-ordered them for like 350 bucks uh, when they released, which was, I think, a little bit over a year ago. I might be wrong. But um, if you don't know who Ali Ali May is, uh, she's a fashion consultant and stylist behind her lifestyle blog and Instagram account with more than 350,000 fans. She has become a celebrity and image consultant working with the likes of Kendrick Lamar, Kanye West, amongst others. She studied at Columbia College in 2010, and then she began her fashion career working for Louis Vuitton. This She's got a come-up story and a half, man. I want to marry a female like this. Ali Ali May is a sneakerhead. She's got a sense of fashion. She's Instagram flexing. She's fucking doing her own thing. Really an independent woman and got a collab with Jordan. And it wasn't a shitty, like, it wasn't a bad collab. This was a proven fact that when you take a woman and you get her fucking perspective on a sneaker and you put her design on it, uh, they fucking kill it. Serena Williams blazers, off-white, all the Serena Williams collabs were fire as fuck. Vogue made retro threes that were fire. 
give females a fucking shot. Give more females retro collabs, especially for Jordan, because you guys don't know what you're doing with your colorways. So let more female influencers uh, design your shit, you know? Does anyone else fucking agree with me? These are fire. Um, thank you to Lalo again. And even on the inside, like the small detail, you could see it there. I'm surprised you can. It's like this quilted leather insole. You got her signature there. Uh, these are fucking awesome. I'm so excited that I have these. And I didn't have to pay a thousand bucks because they were worn. This is a situation where paying for worn shoes is definitely worth it. They were like worn twice, uh, clean as fuck, saved a few hundred bucks because I didn't have to pay resale. And even I, the sneaker plug, uh, even I buy used pairs, you know? I, I don't fucking discriminate. I don't give a fuck if they're worn. Even the germaphobe that I am, uh, I'll always buy a used pair if they're clean. You know, I'm not, I don't give a fuck about all that. So, thank you guys for listening. I'm really sorry about the speaker thing. I fucked that up so bad. I was excited to hear a story, and I fucked it up. But, I'm gonna charge this baby right now, and next week I'll play that. I'm gonna do more call-ins, so I hope you guys... Like, leave me audio recordings that I could play your voice. And next time, I'll have the fucking full recording, and I'll have a full battery in this thing, and I won't fuck it up. But we live and we learn. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great Sunday. And shout out to fucking, uh, shout out to all the pair.